You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Game over, man. Game over. He runs with the 50. He runs with the 40. The guy is drunk. Playoffs? You kidding me? Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Here we go. Playing to win the game. That was one heck of a timeout. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. John is in trouble. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. D.A. Hunter sarcastically speaking about sports podcast. It's like a cartoon. As you used to watch me a little as an adult. That shit is, is wild shit. It's some wild shit. I mean, like I was with my nephew. We sitting there, we watching Peppy the Pew. And I say to my nephew, I say, now pay attention to this guy because he's funny. I used to watch him when I was little. And then we watched the Pebula Pew, and I'm old now. I'm looking like, good God, what kind of fucking rapist is this guy? Like, take it easy. <laughs> My nephew was sitting there cracking up. <laughs> See, sometimes you gotta take the pussy like Pepe. Like, whoa, whoa. Whoa. I had to turn the channel real quick. You know who that was? Um, I don't know to tell you. That's uh, actually uh, Mr. Dave Chappelle. Who warned us quite some time ago about Mr. Le Pew. If you can call a cartoon Le Pew, Peppy, that is. Yeah, so um, Peppy Le Pew's being fucking um, canceled. Another ridiculous, overreaching, super sensitive. I, people nowadays, fuck. Man, you can't, I mean, everybody is so fucking sensitive, man. I mean, you can't say say or do anything. Anything they, that's even close to being, like, fucked up. It's like, dude, that's where the funny is, man. I mean, but yeah, true, true be it known, uh, Chappelle, <laughs> he talked about Pepe Le Pew years ago. But now, some super sensitive individual or group of individuals, I don't know, man, but like, this shit's getting out of control, man. That's Pepe Le Pew. Mr. Potato Head is is now being is neutral, is gender neutral. Um they're pulling Peter Pan and the aristocrats. Um, I mean, where the fuck does it stop? It doesn't. And it's the exact reason why we had Donald Trump as president. It was a complete backlash because people got sick of all the super sensitivity that was going on. So they liked some guy and they just called it like it was. So and I kind of understand that. I get why I get that because I kind of agree with them on that vein. It's like pe- people are just, they, 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 they look for reasons to be offended and outraged. They do. I mean, it, it, was, it was almost like when they were, were taking down like the, the monuments of Robert E. Lee because he was a Confederate general and slavery. And, you know, I guess I guess people I mean, I wasn't a slave. I've never been a slave. I'm uh, an ancestor from from slavery. But I I just it, it, the whole thing is just it's, it's out of control nowadays, man. I mean, it's like you can't. That's why that's why in a way I love 
I love comics that don't give a fuck. Like Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr. I love that bit, that, that Colin Kaepernick in, bit. In, 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 in the States, it's fucking nuts. Like that Colin Kaepernick guy, right? You knew when he was like protesting during the national anthem, no one was going to listen to what the fuck he had to say, no matter how much he explained it. He goes, I'm taking a knee during the national anthem. This is a protest about police brutality, the way people of color are treated. We'd like to open a dialogue. He got about halfway through that. People are like, my brother's fighting in Iraq, you fucking piece of shit! <laughs> Like, buddy, buddy, you, you, nobody is saying your brother isn't in Iraq fighting. You're, you're not listening. This is about police brutality. My brother's a firefighter. He watched 9-11 on television. Nobody's saying that your brother's not a firefighter. I got a bone spur in my heel. I can still stand up during the fucking song. Buddy, nobody is saying you can't see a fucking podiatrist. All right? You're not listening. Perfect example of what I'm talking about. Thank you, Mr. Burr. Yeah. Is Dak being overvalued with this long-term contract? Yep. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that it's a situation where I look where he is. Uh, you know, you're Jerry Jones. You waited. Uh, you are what the market says you are. And in this particular instance, it's the year 2021. Obviously, the salary cap has been increasing. We know how uh, COVID has compromised the NFL season and the compound fracture of his right ankle. We were expecting that to be something so debilitating that it would definitely compromise his ability to get a long-term deal. Uh, but Jerry Jones finally came to his senses and paid the guy, as far as I'm concerned, what he worth. I was along a range of like $38 million or whatever. But, uh, you know, at, at this point in time, thirty-eight forty. What does it matter when you consider the television contracts that are coming down the pike, how the salary cap is expected to to elevate and soar in the years to come? Uh, it, 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 it pans itself out. In the end, I'm not going to sit up there and say he's overvalued because I see how horrid the Dallas Cowboys were last season without him. Andy Dalton wasn't the answer. That offensive line wasn't the answer. Ezekiel Elliott wasn't the same. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, uh, C.D. Lamb, even though he was a rookie. None of them looked as good as they looked when Dak Prescott was in the game, was, uh, was playing for them for the first four and a half games of last season. Mike McCarthy. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm glad he got got his money. He finally got the contract that he was he's been screaming about for like three years. Remember, and you remember like two years ago when when he was when, when reports were leaked or whatever reported that he was like, look, I'm look, hey, I'm worth forty million. You can go ahead and put that fucking franchise tag on me, but I want forty million. People are like get the fuck out of here. Forty million doesn't sign a fucking contract, goes into this season and has that catastrophic leg injury. And just like Screamin' A said, uh, the team was shit. And now, look at them. <laughs> they're, they, they go into the offseason, they're like, fuck it. Jera uh, finally decides to open up his wallet and pay this guy, what is it, a four-year, $160 million contract with $126 million guaranteed. I'm sorry, bad motherfucking business in my, in, in, for me. I'm going to pay a guy who's who's got a leg injury that much money. Uh, but, I mean, I guess he had him by the throat. I don't think so. I think he could have went out there and done better. I mean, I do. Look, hey, this is a business, man. It's a fucking business. It's nothing. It's never personal. Strictly business. Was it was it was it which which Corleone says Michael Corleone? I don't know. Michael Corleone said it. Fucking Nino Brown from New Jack City said it. But I don't think it's good business, man. 
You still got Deshaun Watson out there being a malcontent, not still deciding saying he doesn't want to play for Houston. Houston's not dealing him anywhere. You can come to Denver, please. I wish you'd come to Denver. We'd accept you in Denver. I mean, God damn, would he would he would he totally change the whole outlook of my team? I mean, there, there, there's a part of me that like if he did came to come to Denver, it's like he's gonna come to the AFC West. He's gonna deal with that fucking asshole Mahomes. Yeah. Anyway, glad you got your money, Dak. But Jarrah, you fucked up. And remember, you heard it here first. So NBA All-Star Weekend has come and gone. But here's the thing. It wasn't a weekend. It was one day. It was Sunday. One Sunday. They did everything. They did they did that well, they didn't do the they didn't do the rookie challenge. They did the three point competition, the the skills challenge, and the slam dunk contest and the game all on the same day. What are what are some of the things that, that popped out to me? Um the skills challenge, um, it was all fucking big tall Euros. Who's it? Sabonis's son wins it all. He goes up against who was it? Vucevic from the Orlando Magic. All the only I think the only guard that showed up was Chris Paul. He made it. I think what did he go against Luka? Luka Doncic was there, but he dude, he didn't even take his fucking warm-ups off. It's like he just did it just to do it. He's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I think the problem with him now that I seem to see is that like they've already anointed him the next great thing. So it's like he, I think he dogs it at time already. It's like this is your second year in the league, man. You need to pick it up, man. You haven't won anything yet. You haven't. You haven't won anything yet. So get over yourself, bro. Three-point contest won by Steph Curry. It was the last fucking shot. The last shot. Mike Conley's long face self. It's Steph Curry. Like, hey, Red said, who's shooting for second? I did my job. Okay. Oh, he puts up pressure on. Oh, the press is on Steph now. Oh, oh. the pressure on. Uh-huh. Only the money ball in the first rack. Oh, he's back on. He's locked and loaded now. Yeah, he got too happy. He got locked and loaded. Hey, that he net ripping. He got too happy. He got locked in. Yeah, he, he's got to make one of these uh, three balls, too, though. He got that Mountain Dew ball, whatever the fuck that was all about. Oh, he might lose this, man. His money rack is coming up. Oh, that's right. I forgot. His money rack is coming up. He needs his money ball. He needs four or five of these at this money rack. How long is this? It's like three minutes, isn't it? Mike Conley on the bubble. Come on now. Let's see it. 28. 28. This, see, this is a heartbreaker for wow. 33 a week from today does Steph Curry he beats 33 year old Mike Conley in the final he need to break a sweat he need to break a sweat this champion 
Lift it up, Steph. Yeah, Steph Curry wins that. He, dude, and he brought the drama. Last shot, man. Dude, I, the, the three-point contest always, to me, it holds up. Even when it's not a good contest, it holds up. Yeah, the slam dunk contest. Um, I'm not going to even try to go into, like, a, a, a sound bite or anything because they did it at halftime of the All-Star game with three dudes I had never fucking heard of. The guy who won it, he played on the Portland Trailblazers, and apparently he's never even dunked in a fucking game. Okay? And I've said it once, I've said it a thousand fucking times as far as the slam dunk contest goes. If you don't make it on your first attempt, it's, you're fucked. It, it, it just, it, it, it just, it's like if they're doing it and they don't, he didn't, he didn't jump up, he didn't, he, he, he hit the, it's like, just make, the dude, don't even try to go for like a flashy dunk. Just just stick your first dunk and then go from there. Otherwise, what the fuck? I mean, it's just it's a much ado about nothing. Maybe they need to just figure out the whole scoring system or something or I don't know. Because for like 20 years we've been saying it's 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 bullshit. Nobody really wants to see it anymore, but it's fucking still there. Uh, the All-Star game itself the actual game it was the uh, two drafted teams Le- team lebron team durant um team lebron uh wins it what was the, the score was what 150 to 170 to 150 and they do this weird shit that to where they they score by quarters i think is what it is they, they i mean so whoever wins a quarter gets a quarter and then and then in the fourth quarter they do this thing where they they add and they're all this math i don't give a fuck okay all I know is LeBron's won it. He's dr- and it's kind of cool. I kind of do like the fact that like the, you you have a team captain, and then they just draft their players, so it doesn't have to be East against West. I like that. You had LeBron playing with with Steph Curry. They look that they look like they were having fun. Yeah, you had that. There was an instance to where uh, Curry dunked through an alley oop, and I think there was an alley oop to uh, Chris Paul. Which was which was uh, the Greek freak ends up winning the um, MVP. I mean, when it first when they first announced that they were going to have an All Star game, at first I was kind of like, you know, what the fuck? What's the point? You know, with this whole COVID shit. You know, you had Darren Fox, who was one of the first players to to kind of say, look, what's the point? And then other players joined, and at first people were like, why the fuck is the only reason he's saying this? Because he's not going to be a fucking All Star. Which you know, I could hear that, but hey, whatever. But I kind of like what they did. I think the the NBA All Star Weekend is one of the only only all-star it's like like the nfl like pro bowl that's garbage um i don't really care about baseball i watch the home run derby every now and then but i'm not that big of a fan so you know so all in all i think they did a good thing i i i like what they did um for an nf nba all-star oh it's all-star day you know yeah Down. His hands were down. Completely illegal name. Hey, 
I mean, this could be a disqualification. This is a Jones Anthony Smith, right? Yes. But Anthony Smith but Anthony took the high Smith. rule. Yes. Yes, he decided to keep fighting. Let's take a look at it. Look at this here. Mm. A 100% illegal. Somebody from his corner actually said something to no him coaches. before. Look at this. Piotr acknowledged him. Yeah. I mean. You can hear him whispering. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. So Mark Smith just said he's trying to stay here for right now. and hide it from us. But I heard what he said. He said, I told him he's down and he threw it anyway. So it's an intentional foul. Right. That's what he just said. And that would mean that if this fight is stopped, Aljamain Sterling would be the new champion. Which is crazy. Let me tell you something, man. It's an illegal knee. It's illegal. You know, I mean, his knees were down completely. Okay. Oh, boy. He doesn't continue. I mean, I've seen this in wrestling matches where kids are hurt. Um, so I tried to tap into the, the action. That was, um, what was, what was that? Was that the lightweight? Is the bantamweight? Yeah, bantamweight champion Peter Yan against what's what Al Jermaine Sterling? Dude, he fucking he had the dude on the ground and he kneed him right in the head, and which is kind of funny when you hear him. Oh, it's a legal move. It's like, dude, for the longest time, you remember when UFC first started, it was just knuckles and it was a no holds bar. So it's like it's kind of weird to hear him say that's an illegal move. But man, dude, he he kneed that dude right in the head. And, but here's the fucked up thing about that. Peter Yan, is it Peter? Whatever the the champ, he was piecing him up. He was fucking him up, man. He he was winning the fight, and he needs him in the head. It's an illegal hit, and so he's my man is concussed, and you can hear him trying to figure it all out. And in the end, yeah, he wins off a disqualification win. It's a championship, so he wins the belt. And my man was completely distraught. He's like, I don't want to win it this way, but they they the the. The commentators, they talked about some a previous fight um, where something like this happened, and the and the 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 individual who got who had the illegal action placed upon him, you know, shook it off and just kept fighting. And he what did it what did he say? He's like he was a stand up guy. See this dude, this Sterling dude, to me, it seemed like he was putting a little bit more on it. But then again, he was concussed, so it's not like he could keep fighting. It's a fucked up situation. They should definitely run that fight back again, and. Rogan says he, he he heard somebody from that guy's corner telling him that it was okay. Well, I don't know. It's it, you want to talk about a melodramatic ending to a to a fight. Um, you, you, you had uh Amanda Nunes who fucking just dominating man. She did against Holly Holm. When she made her debut and she fought Holly Holmes, she put some damage on Holly, made Holly. Bitch is tall. I'll give her that. Measuring. A lot of tats. Well, hell oh yeah. Oh, my goodness. Damn. Pop. That's what separates Amanda from everybody else. Yeah, she cracks motherfuckers. I know that. Her power is so ridiculous. Megan took that punch, though. Like that's something to fucking brag about being able to take a punch. <laughs> you got that right, man. You got a killer in front of you, motherfucker. Damn, you can. Ow. 
Oh, she's just standing still. <laughs> Desperation oh, shot. Oh, my goodness, she's hurt bad. Oh, huge crowd strikes here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this could be the beginning oh, of the end. Oh, it's the beginning of the end. Damn. This fight is absolutely Amanda's going to submit her. She's going to take her back and choke her out. And if she doesn't choke her out, she's going to pound her out. Armbar here. She's setting armbar. Is it a triangle? It's an ass whooping is what it is. And taking the arm. Oh, man, this is tight. She's got it. Just showing another another skill. Megan's going to tap. It's a wrap. Or she's going to go to sleep. There's the tap. Amanda Nunes. Dominated that motherfucker. Defense tonight. Just a non-event. Non-event. A non-event. That's the best way to put it. Was in zero danger. Never in trouble. Every time she touched Megan Anderson, Megan would go flailing around the octagon. At one point, her leg went completely straight. I mean... It was it was a non-event. I mean, there's no other word for it. A washout. Well, as the saying goes, there are levels. She, that wasn't even fucking close. So, dude, I mean, that's a title fight. She didn't even break a fucking sweat. And dude, imagine watching this later on, and you're that you're the other young the other young woman, the the, the other victim. That's what I want to call her. And you hear him say, it's, "This was a non-fight." You, ba why'd you even fucking show up, man? I mean, God damn, she jacked her up. Dude, she doesn't have, dude, she has no competition. That's how dominant this broad is. She needs to fight a fucking dude, maybe. <laughs> Shit. I mean, wow. And then you shift to the, uh, the Peter Jan, um, Jan, not Peter Jan, Jan Bohovich, Israel Adesanya, the, the, the style bender. I like that dude, but... He lost that fight, and I think he needed to lose that fight because, like, he was getting way, 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 way too cocky, talking all this shit. He moves up to light heavyweight. He's been talking shit to John Jones, saying he wants a piece of him. I mean, he, he, this dude, and dude, he was the favorite against the, the champ. I'm glad the champ won, and it was, dude, it was a pretty good fight. I, I don't, I don't really like, um, style benders. I don't like his style because he's. A lot of a lot of feints. There's a lot, a lot of measuring before he does anything. I mean, and a lot of times it, it ends with a knockout or something spectacular. But like, you know, this dude, this dude squelched that shit. He he he, he won a round or two and then took it to the ground where the motherfucker couldn't do anything to him. Man, he was leaning on him, breathing on him. And the one thing I will say though is that in his loss, he didn't make any excuses. Did he? Let's see if he had any. If I can find something that he said here. That is taking long. So Edesanya would have had to have had three rounds in the bag through three in order to win this fight. Yeah, and he didn't have that. Jan Bohovic eked out one of those first three rounds. He remains the champ. And it's also, it, it speaks to the problem with scoring. Because the difference in the domination on the ground right. of those last two rounds is pretty significant. Is it enough for a 10-8? All right, the official decision is brought to you by Guaranteed Rate. Guaranteed Rate can save you money on your monthly mortgage payment. Visit rate.com to get started one final time tonight. Here is Bruce. Ladies and gentlemen, after five rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards for a decision. The judges score the contest. 49-46, 49-45, 49-48, 49-48, 49-49, 49-49. 
and 49.45 for the winner. And still, the undisputed UFC light heavyweight champion of the world, the Prime. The Poland. What a way to defend the belt. And Joe, to your point, a couple of 10 8s? Yes. Well, that's, I think, oh, Rogan. Thank you. Take it away. Push. All right, I'm like here the with. Suit. That's Nigeria. Israel Adesanya. Hey, what's up, Joe? What, what's happening, my friend? How are you doing? What did you feel like when, during the fight? Did you, did, did it go the way you thought it was going to go? No, not exactly, because I thought I was going to win. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I couldn't sleep last night. There's some so honesty. Instead of doing wines, I was doing lines just so I could stay up. And then Bruce Buffett just had me one of these. So I probably should have had one of these. And that might have slept better, but, yeah. Um, Say he was doing lines? Yeah, exactly Say he was snorting coke? But, you know, dare to be great. You know, the critics and the ones on the sidelines, but I'm the one putting it on the line. Clearly. Yeah, definitely. Now, your decision also to go up very quickly and not put on any weight. Did, did you question that at all when he was Never. on top of you? Never. That was yeah, you probably should have. My legs being fatigued. Um, I don't know what from, but I'll have to watch the tape. But, um, yeah, I knew what to do, and I was trying to do it. The size did play a factor, but my technique could have been a lot finer. Um, yeah, he made me look like I had a bodyguard, but I promise you, it's not, you know, it's just, it's like a bad day in the gym, but except it's in the office tonight. Now, what are your thoughts going forward? You, you're clearly, you're still obviously the middleweight champion. Would you like to fight again at light heavyweight? Is this a one-off? This is not a one-off. I definitely will be back, but, um, yeah, like I said, dare to be great. I'm um, going back down to 185. I'm Black Fist. <laughs> he must have said well, some sir, shit because they bleeped uh, it out. You dared to be great. You came up short tonight, but you are without a doubt one of the best fighters on the planet. And it's always, always an honor to watch you perform. Thank you, Joe. And thank, thank you, Jan. And thank you, everyone, for the support. Everyone, Ingbu and Nija, and all the people in the old nine. You know the vibes. I love y'all. Thanks for the support. And like I said, dare to be great. But now, yeah, back to the. Hotel. Thank you, sir. My man handled that loss gratefully. I like, and I, I, I much respect for that shit. Um, I got four more minutes. I want to kill. What do I want to talk about? I'll tell you what I want to talk about. Finished. Well, actually, uh, I finished Wandavision. Um, I've talked about it. We all know from the very beginning. First two episodes, I thought were garbage. I was done. Got lured back in by some uh, co-workers, uh, friends, uh, Facebook friends who talked about it. Glad they sucked me back in because very, very, very good series. I would definitely suggest binging it. Binge it. That'd be the best way. Um, they introduced a whole lot, a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of, a lot of tie-in plots, a lot of, you, you can see, um, your girl, uh, was her name, Monica Rambo, the daughter, dude, she's got a fat fucking ass, I think, uh, her superhero name is Photon, whatever the fuck it's gonna be, but, uh, she's cool, um, if you get a chance, check it out, um, I, I would also suggest, um, checking out, uh, Snowfall, I watched the first season a couple years ago, and then see the, uh, saw the advertising for season four with your boy, Franklin, I binged um, two seasons. Um, definitely worth it. It's based on the um, uh, 1980 cocaine, the, the whole um, kind of the concept about the CIA um, used cocaine sale precedes to um, fund the Iran Contra a, a war. 
um you're like wow and dude here's my thing what from watching that do you why watch that should you see somebody do one hit of crack and they're fucking addicted i mean god damn like i don't want to smoke crack i i, I want to and i want to see some cocaine i think i want to try some cocaine too so i put it out there anybody got any cocaine they want to let me just try I just want to try a little bit just once just once just just to see what the big deal is you know don't want to do meth because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to get hooked up with that. I get my teeth all fucked off. You know, I've already got an alcohol issue going on, so we don't want to add to that. Um, but yes, those are two suggestions. Definitely. Um, um, you maybe go and go back and maybe listen to some, some of my uh, podcasts. I've got, uh, I've got over 200 and I think 50, 52 episodes out there. Sarcastically speaking about sports. Check it out, man. All right, man. Uh, this was, this wasn't as easy as it usually is. Um, but Hey, we made it to the end. I don't know. We, I'm talking about me. Hey, sarcastically speaking about sports, have a good weekend, good day, good whatever. Hey, man, spring's coming. Peace. Yeah, that's that head on productions. You don't know nothing about that head on. Head hunter, son?